Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of Check with Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Yusin Azam, and let's get started, shall we? First things first, Asus just reveals their new gaming notebook, the ROG Zephyrus G14, and the only thing I can say about it is wow. Now, we did get a glimpse of it at CES, but we didn't have time to talk about it because there was so much other stuff. But here we have another chance to talk about it, so let's talk about it. Now, if you watched uh, the videos explaining about this laptop, you know that it is impressively thin and impressively powerful. Depending on the model that you buy, you either get the AMD Ryzen 9 or the AMD Ryzen 7 4000HS series, which is designed exclusively for the Zephyrus series laptops. Now, these processors are pretty powerful. They have 8 CPU cores, 16 threads, 8 GPU cores, a base clock of 3 GHz, a max boost clock of up to 4.3 GHz, a total L2 cache of 4 MB, and 8 MB of L3 cache. It uses PCIe 3.0, and can reach temperatures of up to 105 degrees, while its default TDP is only 35 watts. That's pretty impressive, especially considering that that's a gaming laptop that's less than 20 millimeters thick. What else do you have? Well, you have the NVIDIA GeForce RTX 2060 or the RTX 1660, depending on the model. It also offers up to one terabyte of NVMe uh, SSD, and up to 32 gigabytes of dual-channel DDR4-3200 RAM. For battery life, it's expected to have 10.7 hours of video playback and up to 9.5 hours of web browsing. You do have two charging adapters. One is a USB-C with 65 watts and the other is the regular port which offers 180 watts. Do keep in mind, if you want to use the discrete GPU while charging, you have to use the 180W port. You also have a 14-inch display with 85% screen-to-body ratio. Now, I have two options for the display. Either a Full HD display with 120Hz refresh rate or a WQHD display with 60Hz. There is also a cheaper... Uh, FHD 60Hz option if you want. Now, all of these screens except the FHD 60Hz screen supports adaptive sync, which basically lets the refresh rate of the display synchronize with the GPU frame rate to basically remove any stuttering or tearing whenever you're playing games. It also offers a pretty solid port options. You have the power adapter, an HDMI 2 port, a 3.5mm audio jack, a Kensington lock, two USB Type A's and two USB Type C's. One of them supports a display port and power delivery. And there is also another option to activate Anime Matrix. Basically what that is, is that half of the backside of the laptop is filled with these tiny dots that you can light up to a pattern of your choice and then you can make some cute animations on it. It's a gimmick, basically. Now, I can definitely say 
that this gaming notebook doesn't look like most gaming laptops because it actually looks like a regular laptop that doesn't really focus on performance which actually it does but all i'm saying is if you didn't know that this laptop existed or you don't you didn't know anything about it you just say that this is a regular laptop and now to go from amd and their new 4000 hs series let's go to intel and see what they are up to now at the time of this recording just yesterday intel announced their new lineup for mobile processors the intel core i9 uh, 10980HK, the i7 10875H, the i7 10850H, the i7 10750H, the i5 10400H, and the i5 10300H. So here we go one by one starting with the i9. Now the i9 10980HK has a base clock speed of up to 2.4 GHz and a maximum single core turbo frequency of 5.3 gigahertz uh, it has eight cores and 16 threads a tdp of 45 watts 60 megabytes of cache and it supports uh, a two channel ddr4 2933 memory now for the intel core i7 10875h you have a, ba a base clock speed of 2.3 gigahertz a maximum single core turbo frequency of 5.1 gigahertz, eight cores, 16 threads, TDP of also 45 watts, 16 megabytes of cache, and also supports two channel DDR4-2933 memory. For the i7-10850H, you have a base clock speed of 2.7 gigahertz, um, a single core turbo frequency of 5.1 gigahertz, and six cores and 12 threads also 45 watts of tdp 12 megabytes of cache and also also supports two channel ddr4 2933 now that i think about it all of them support two channel ddr4 2933 memory halfway there we have the i7 1750h with a base clock speed of 2.6 gigahertz and maximum single core turbo frequency of 5 gigahertz six cores and 12 threads a 45 watt for tdp and 12 megabytes of cache the i5 10400h has a big base clock speed of 2.6 gigahertz a maximum single core turbo frequency of 4.6 gigahertz four cores and eight threads uh, a tdp of also 45 watts eight megabytes of cache and supports the same memory the last one, the i5-10300H, has a base clock speed of 2.5 GHz, uh, a maximum single core turbo frequency of 4.5 GHz, 4 cores and 8 threads, a 45W TDP, and has 8 megabytes of cache. That was a mouthful. Till now, we don't really have any devices to test these processors on. I mean, they're still coming pretty soon. So we can't really compare uh, these processors with the um, Ryzen 4000H series. Starting April 21, uh, Microsoft's Office 365 will officially be renamed to Microsoft 365. Along with the rename, they're going to offer a new subscription option, which Microsoft calls 
a subscription service for your life. It's going to be $7 a month for individual subscription and a six user uh, family plan for $10 a month. Their service uh, supports um, Windows, macOS, iOS, and Android. Now it will have the same applications that, that uh, Office 365 offers, but with new features and new services. One of them is Microsoft Teams for personal use. Yeah. And in this subscription, you have a new tool uh, that's just announced. It's called Editor, and it's for Microsoft Word. Basically, Editor is like Grammarly. It's an AI tool that helps you um, with suggestions and um, solutions to any grammar problems in your uh, text. It will also bundle perks from, uh, from partners like um, Headspace and Adobe. And it will include a new app called Family Safety. It's basically Apple with their screen time. But one of their key features is it can notify you whenever any of your family members leaves the house or anywhere. Now, I know a lot of people who use Office uh, 365 and they're pretty satisfied with what they have. But till now, it's going to take Microsoft a long time to convince users to use Microsoft 365. But until now, I still don't really see the, the subscription service for your life. I don't see what they really mean by that. But I mean, it's not really so really don't know yet. Now to move to some smaller topics, Samsung will officially close down LCD production in South Korea and China by the end of the year, so they can have more resources for quantum dot displays. Apple bought the very popular Dark Sky app, which is a weather app, and they're going to basically redesign it and shut down the Android version. So if you have it on Android, you most probably will find it deleted someday. The OnePlus 8 series got the highest ever DisplayMate rating before it was even released, which is A+. Fitbit announced the Fitbit Charge 3, which now supports GPS, but caveat, it won't work with third-party apps. And last but not least, Google has stopped selling the Pixel 3 and the Pixel 3 XL. And that, ladies and gentlemen, closes the book of this summary of this week of everything that happened thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast i hope you enjoyed it Uh, please listen to the other episodes and don't be afraid to leave a review on other podcasts as always this is yasin azam signing out see you next weekend